What's up, guys? It's episode 20 of the DCXP podcast. I am Mike, as always, joined by Joe and Savannah. What's up, guys? Our podcast, 20. Woo! I feel like I haven't seen you guys Woo! in so long. What's new? What's up? Nothing crazy. Just just fresh off a of brunch, just ready to, to ease into this podcast. Feeling really good. Timestamp, Saturday. So that's why Joe's out to brunch. Um and also, um, I was going to say that, what was I going to say? Shoot, I forgot. But um, nothing, oh, I just spent over a grand on car repairs. So if anybody knows how to, I was doing some serious adulting this week where you just go to the dealership and they tell you, I was, the way they do it now, it depends where you go, is like you send them for, you get your oil change and they do the multi-point inspection and they said it's going to take an hour. So I just walk up and down the street for like an hour, listen to a podcast. Um, and which podcast? DCXP episode 19. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just wanted to make sure you were doing the right thing. Um, so I, I finally get a text from the dealership with a link to a site that's basically it shows you what they did. And it's stuff in green saying like it's good to go and then the stuff that's in quote unquote like critical condition needs like immediate care and it was like seven things and it just says approve or decline and then it tells you the price so it's like a shopping cart every time i approved it my total would go up and then at the end i looked at it and i was like damn and so i had to go back to the dealership and, he, and i'm like yeah is this all needed he's like yep i'm like and I was like, damn. And then, he, and then the other thing was like tires and, well, and I was like, do I, it was like extra $500 for new tires. Yeah. And I go, does this actually need to be done today? And he's like, no, nah, you can wait. I'm like, okay, I'm waiting. <laughs> Cause okay, my bank account already, I literally had just be paid careful. rent. It's not a, you know, it's not the best time to have uh nubby tires out there. It's a little icy out there. Even, even in LA, it might get a little icy, right? No. I don't think I got to worry about that. It's like, okay. It's at, right. It doesn't really dip below 50. Tough day today. Yeah. Hopefully you're not driving over there, Savannah. Well, you know what? I was just going to say, I also was adulting this past week. I moved into a new apartment. So I'm back in the district. Thank God. So I feel so much better. I finally have furniture. That's what was the delay. I didn't want to sit on my floor and do this podcast. So yeah. Welcome back home. <sighs> Thank you. It's always good. the weird feeling because you're you're you don't sound echoey. I know you were asking before, but um, is it echoey in there? Like, can you? Oh, big like I do radio for like my actual job, and my boss texts me. He's like, "Did you move locations? It sounds like you're in like a big empty room." I was like, "Oh, funny you mentioned that. I moved, so I am in a big empty yeah, room. I am in a big empty room. That's yeah, um, like, oh, okay." So Savannah That's now is. Savannah's no longer in the Pittsburgh area. She is back. But my in the, heart will always be in the Pittsburgh area. Remains and your in your heart, you know, your heart is also now dedicated to hoping Dwayne Haskins is your future quarterback. Oh wow! I totally forgot. Did we? That. I don't even know we mentioned that in the last podcast, but I have to mention it now. You know, um, we'll get there. I feel like all I've been the all the trash. I hope I can be there for the good. Oh. And I hope he never listens to any of the episodes of the podcast where I said, oh, bad, he <laughs> Oh, yeah, we were killing him this year. You know, oh, well, he didn't learn a thing, though. I mean, he took his 
uh, Twitter off private right after he signed. And then he changed his location to Litzburg and, and just immediately started popping off all these tweets. It's just like, you know, Groundhog Day. The guy doesn't know, but he doesn't get it. But hey, maybe he'll just figure it out. Maybe. I, I mean, well, a lot of athletes get that label. It's like, I, I hope he figures it out. Most likely not, but. But Litzburg, come on, man. Litzburg. Well, they got, they got some. That's weird, cringe. I wonder what happens with um Big Ben because he's owed a lot of money and I don't know how they're going to deal with that situation. But okay. So first things first, before we get to anything Washington related, the Super Bowl happened and. Tom Brady won his seventh championship. Um, it's called Champa Bay, Tampa Bay, whatever trademark you want to use there. Um, where did y'all watch the Super Bowl if you watched it? I was with some old coworkers, and we were like half watching, half like chit chatting. So, and I can—that's the perfect way to watch that game. I was like, oh, I paid enough attention. <laughs> yeah, if you if your team's not in it and you're just a casual fan, like. I, like I had to watch it for my job, but I mean, it's one of those things where I would rather have watched it with a group of people and been able to have like, cause I had to watch it and my roommate kind of didn't let me know that he was going to his girlfriend's to work. So I just kind of walked out to an empty living room and was like, guess this is my uh, setup. Just chilling <laughs> by myself in my apartment. Uh, so yeah, that was um, overall. I don't think the game was great. The chiefs got pretty dominated. But I don't know. I found myself rooting for – I used to – I mean, Joe knows this. I don't know. Joe still hates Tom Brady and the Patriots. But I, I hated the Patriots because all our family's from there, and they would let us know how much, they're, how much better they are than the Redskins at the time. And I hated Tom Brady. And then I found myself rooting for, like, him to win more championships. I don't know. I've been rooting for him hard for, like, the last five years. I mean, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. He, he, uh, it was, you know. I know I'm not surprised. Really, I wasn't surprised at all. Sorry, Savannah. No, I was going to say, I know how much I always say I hate Tampa or Tom Brady, but my dad, I want to show you guys such a cute little baby picture of me. So he's You're a not Buccaneers a cute baby, fan. Savannah. You, you hate kids. You can't call okay. yourself cute. I hate kids. Do you see this face? cute she yeah. is. Is that Mike Allstott's jersey there? Yeah, that's good. That's funny. So my dad's been a Buccaneers fan forever, so he was so excited to watch his team finally win because he's not a Steelers fan at all. So I rooted for, against my best, like, judgment, I rooted for Tom Brady to win just so my dad would have that moment. So it was cool. He was so excited. Mike Allstott brings back one memory for me, and that is not making it in the end zone against the Redskins that one time. Clear as day. Like, he was down. And even after the challenge, they're like, what, 15 years ago, Mike? Yeah, it was 15 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Hey, then we beat him in the playoffs. We, we beat him in the playoffs, so I didn't really care, I guess, at that point. But, yeah, I still remember Mike Allstop being down. Like, how do they call that? Uh, I think it was a two-point conversion. I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah. doesn't matter. Uh, I watched anyway. it with the fam. Um, that, was, that was fun. You know, they were all saying, we, we need to do this. We need to do that because Brady was on the Bucks because they're Patriots fans. And it's like, guys, you can't just call yourselves we. That's not fair. <laughs> You know, they'll they'll claim that Super Bowl championship a a W for them as well. So that's always. Fun. I mean, it's crazy because he threw two touchdowns to Gronk. Um, 
their audio after the game that I heard on Grant and Danny that they kept now they use as kind of a soundboard machine bit where he's like two tatties. <laughs> he's talking to Gronk and it's just like they they look like just two bros on the field. It's really funny. Yeah. And then the I want to ask before we get to the the celebration of Tom Brady finding his sea legs. Um, what did you have a favorite commercial if you paid attention during those? The T-Mobile uh, Brady Gronk commercial. It's probably my favorite. Well, that was like that was like put out before the Super Bowl, right? Was it? Well, the, did you see the bloopers for that? It was like, well, the, the commercial, I don't know if Savannah saw it. Did you see it, Savannah? Yeah, I saw that commercial. So then there's the bloopers for it, which are really funny, where they're trying to like figure out their lines and, and Gronk like ad libs and says like, ah, oh, that should be the end of the commercial. It's a pretty, it's on Gronk's Twitter, I think. But I was going to say that one um, wasn't like an actual Super Bowl commercial, like during the game. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Then I don't know. I mean, well, I was going to say the state farm. I was chit chatting as well. So I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't paying crazy attention to the commercials. I didn't know if somebody saw one that I didn't, but um, the state farm with Drake from State Farm, that was. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. No, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. That was great. Like, Drake, Drake has such good, like, I think he has pretty good acting chops. Like, he can, he's just funny. He just, oh, yeah, I mean, he, he was an actor, right? So. Uh, yeah, he wasn't, he was an actor. He was in the grass. He got, he got shot and he was in a wheelchair. Um, but I, I love how people make fun of him for that. Like he was on Degrassi and he was the guy who like got like paralyzed. And then he just becomes one of the best artists, musical artists of all time. <laughs> like that's, that's what happened. But I just like when he goes like, I'm Drake from Stay Farm. And then he oh, just like so stand, good. Standings don't have stand don't standings don't have lines. He's like, oh okay. And then they have. I I, I want to know if they were actually all <laughs> together. It was Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Drake, and then Jake from State Farm. That's a loaded set. Yeah. Anyway, so then they had the party. The the. the... Oh wait, we have one more thing we have to discuss. Yes. What yeah. did you think about the weekend's halftime show? Oh, uh, I liked it. I did not. I, I thought it was so. I I don't mind the weekend, like I know his main hits. I don't yeah. actively listen to the weekend though. Same. What I, are you looking for in a halftime show? I don't know. Here's I, I want I want explosions. I want fireworks. I want dancers. I want somebody doing the most. And the weekend stood there, went like this a few times. And when no, the like, um, there we go. I spent eight dollars on that. Okay. No, I I liked. No, it. I thought the thing singing, is, it was it well. was bad to know. me. It was bad, especially with that weird tunnel music video vibe he was going for. It just was weird. And then the, the I call it the TikTok song, the blinding light song, kind of saved the show because it was a big spectacle. I would say it brought it to like a little below average for me when it evened out. Whoa. Right. But it, it was, it was, he wasn't doing anything. I mean, he has a great voice, but I just don't, I was Last year, Shakira and J-Lo put on such a performance. They were dancing, they were singing, they were entertaining. And I was like, that is a halftime show. I mean, they, made, they, they made people complain yeah. that they were showing too much. <laughs> I want that. I want that out of a halftime performance. I want somebody to be upset about how much was going on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't just, know. I mean, I enjoyed I, it. I didn't have big expectations because it was a, it was a COVID performance to me. It was like, they, you know, you can't have like a crowd you can't really 
you know, do a lot of seems things. like seems like a lot of people for a halftime show. Seems like he had like four hundred dancers, but uh And he had four hundred dancers and not one of them could do the TikTok dance. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> that was a missed opportunity. I don't know. Um, yeah, no. I guess it was a little bit disappointing if you think about all the money that was probably put into it. Yeah, so we, we were he put in like eight million of his own dollars to put the performance on. And I'm just not sure what he spent the money on. Yeah. The well, the best thing that came out of that, honestly, was the um, Joe. I don't know. I think who sent me this? Jack, our brother-in-law, sent me this. I don't know if he sent you this, Joe. The the vid is it's it's the vid of of the weekend, like doing the shake cam in the gold, and then it's a dub over of the Joker from Batman doing his like little speech, oh, yeah. like on shaky cam, and it's so good. It's like the best video meme, I guess, if you want to call it that, yeah. of all time. It's like they're all going to lose their minds, like that, <laughs> like that speech that he gives in the Dark Knight. It's it's great. If you haven't seen it, I would suggest looking it up. But um, then the boat parade happened, um, and it was just chaos. It was it was Tom Brady throwing the Lombardi Trophy. Oh, I got to back up. The Patriots put out two amazing tweets when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won. First tweet, just a text tweet, nothing else. Just said, congratulations to the greatest of all time, which got a ton of engagement. And then they replied to their own tweet that said, oh, and Gronk, be careful with the trophy because Gronk dented the trophy that one time with a baseball, which, I mean, just two great tweets. But then basically that leads up to the fact that Tom threw the Lombardi across water with his daughter in the background, you can hear going, no, daddy, no. <laughs> and then uh, I think Cameron Brait's the one who caught it, who also said, if I did not catch that, I'd probably have to retire. Um, and Gronk, shirtless, doing his dance. Um, I think Chris Godwin lost his phone. Uh, Scotty Miller, I think, dropped his phone in the water. Uh, just, just great stuff. But I will say nothing, and I repeat, nothing can top what the Washington Capitals did with their time with the cup. They actually got told you can't party like that because you dented the Stanley cup or you made it like indent at the top because they did so many keg stands on it. Yeah. That's <laughs> ideal. It's an ideal situation if you're going to um, win the cup. Yeah. I, I think the NHL just doesn't want them to win, win again because they saw what Ovi did with the cup. They, they were like, we can't let that happen again. Conspiracy. I'm starting a petition that every championship parade has to be a boat parade. I don't care where you are, everyone. I don't care if you're on like a lake, a river, wherever. You have to have a boat for yeah. you. You need yeah. to. The, the Savannah, you need to Gronk, bring that up. Uh, toss. It was, it was so good. Savannah, you need to bring that boat parade up uh, idea to whoever runs parade stuff for DC because you could do that on the Potomac. That's what I'm saying. And well, you could line the can side. Can we back up for a second, guys? Can I can I throw out an idea to you and? Since we've been dealing with like, you know, some of this uh, reality TV drama going on, I figured I'd pitch my idea um, on what they should do with the Pro Bowl celebration. So I don't know. I didn't watch the Pro Bowl I didn't celebration or whatever it was. It was, it was a Madden I, game, which was actually kind of entertaining. It was what like... What they should do... Okay, I don't care what they did because it doesn't matter. What they should have done is from here on out, have them sign waivers. Every Pro Bowler signs a waiver 
you fly them out to a island kind of like hawaii like they've been doing but maybe another island and uh you get like a big old fifteen thousand square foot mansion and you have a reality show for a weekend and you mic them all up and and you say which one of you guys wants to go have some fun for a weekend and you send them all out there and you that's that is a million dollar idea and and the other thing you can do is you can fly in the NFL legends because sometimes they used to have like the, oh, we'll do the flag football with the NFL legends and like we'll do the competitions and you fly in those guys. That could be a whole spectacle. It could be like a, a night out with the legends and the and the NFL stars and you can do a bunch of stuff with that, man. It'd be really cool, close, close access. If anybody wants to contact me, I've got a bunch of other ideas about this. What they but, just uh, need to do. I was gonna say what they need to do is just bring back the old stuff they used to do. Yeah. What the hell? Is Imagine like all their you know wives or girlfriends go with them, and you just create a big, big drama, drama-filled weekend reality TV. So you're just you're just basically like like the what's that show? Um, <laughs> basketball wives. Oh, wags, wives that, and girlfriends. Yeah. That that show's crazy. I, I forgot, like, there, I'm not going to give details because it's kind of like, you know, just a little weird for this podcast, but there's the, um, I, I forgot about this, like Doug Christie used to play for the Kings. He has a a bit of a, um, I don't want to call her crazy because I know it's mean, but it's just like, she was a little wild with um, how she kept him in check. Let's just say that okay. to see if he ever um, uh, cheated on her. It's just a weird way she kept him in check and her theory and like, they did an interview with another, I think it was Shaq's wife at the time. And she's like, yeah, she's a little weird. I would never do that to my husband. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was about it. Just look up Doug Christie's wife if you want. It's funny. Oh, um, okay. Well, so, uh, Super Bowl done. Um, Brady, how, how many beers do you think Brady actually drank? Do you think he was like, do you think he had three? Yeah. People are saying because he's so like strict with his diet and his body that he probably doesn't drink that often. And then he has like three beers and he's done. Yeah. I mean, the video of him walking with the guy holding his shoulders up, holding him and walking him. And he's yeah. just like, kind of just got the limp arms going. That's a look that we've all been there. We've <laughs> all been there. But um, yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely, no, been, I mean, I've definitely been the guy holding the shoulders for sure. I've definitely been the friend helping either a guy or a girl being like, yeah, you have had too much to drink. I don't think no, I've I'm... ever been the friend. <laughs> I think yeah, <laughs> I hate being the friend. So I'm always the guy. I'm more likely to be that guy without the legs under me. For sure. Um, I like, I just like the, um, the, the, I just the, don't want to be that guy holding another guy up. So. I just like no, the, I'm the, willing to get blackout. So I don't have to be that guy. I like the, <laughs> The, I like the fake. I like the fake leadups that were written about like what happened beforehand. It was like I tried. I, I threw mine in the ring. It was like, hey, Gronk probably said, hey, you want to do seven shots for seven rings? And Brady like just slams him down and then goes. And then it's like two minutes later, and then it's just him. Yeah, dude, um, Brady. Oh man, how far is he gonna go? You know, like could he play to fifty? He wants is to this... play to forty-five, and he doesn't look. He doesn't look forty-three. <laughs> So, unbelievable. I mean, I was watching his um. They were showing like an older game, like back the the two thousand. The Super Bowl he was in two thousand. I think the Giants won the second Giants won two thousand eleven. So basically ten years ago, and he looks the same. <laughs> like, yeah, first of all, just just 
biologically speaking, the guy doesn't age. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the picture of, um, it was like, it's a graphic for something about 40 plus year old quarterbacks. And it's him and George Blanda from like the seventies. And George Blanda at 43 years old looked like he was 75. Yeah, no, guys just looked way older back then. <laughs> I used like, to say this about like middle school too. Like when you used to see people in the yearbook and like fourth grade and the eighth graders had like beards and you're just like, why are these guys so old? And then you're in eighth grade and it's like, I don't look anything like the guys who had beards like five years ago. So I don't know what happened, but uh, I think no, I people are younger when they're older it's to like this weird. day i think of when i was like in <laughs> fifth grade and i would see the eighth graders and i looked at them like they were seniors in high school like they were like so much older and then i was in eighth grade and i'm like yeah i don't feel any different <laughs> and then and then or you feel different in the fact that you feel like you run the school and then you go to the you become a freshman and then you feel like small again and you look at seniors and they look like 25 year olds and then I got to be a senior and I was like, I don't feel any different. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I couldn't grow facial hair or I just felt very, I, 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 it was weird because we went to O'Connell and like we had to wear uniforms and seniors wore white polos. So, you know, you're like, you know, you're a senior, everybody else wore blue ones. And so if you, people treated you, people treated you like, royalty if they somehow accidentally messed up though like i remember getting bumped into just by some kid some freshman because you know he's a freshman because of his backpack the freshman backpack just knocks knocks like by accident and he goes oh my god i'm so sorry i'm like dude you're fine i was like i'm not one of those yeah it's always good to be like the nice senior that's like giving fist bumps to like the freshmen who you know that like want to be like it's 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 always fun when you get the yeah, it's white not, it's not like when i was ho hanging out my locker freshman year outside of homeroom at like this seven, was like so long i was 7 30 in the morning freshman hanging outside of homeroom some senior just comes up to me and let's just say he uh thinks it's funny to hit me in a place that doesn't i don't like getting hidden and he runs away and i was like bro i was i was so tired that i almost, it almost didn't hurt i was like i was like oh that's gonna Jesus hurt in about Christ. 10 seconds what I'm just saying those that, that that senior existed. I'm not that senior. I will say, this senior's one. kind of funny. I'm just okay. I'm. He actually I knew. He, he actually knew my sister. My sister was so like. So they made seniors wear white shirts, and everyone else wore blue shirts. Yes. Right. Polos, like during like warmer weather. Is there a reason for that? Like, was it? A, I, I just I, 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 I can't remember Joe you can correct me if I'm wrong but our quote-unquote winter uniform I don't remember if there was like a color distinction there oh I yeah. think seniors were seniors were allowed to wear their like class sweatshirts instead of like a blazer or whatever the hell we yeah like wear. a senior class sweatshirt it's like class of whatever on the back with okay. like the OC logo on the front or something what was I, I, was, I don't know I was a per we our our theme was like a perfect 10 Oh, I think weird. Leah, Leah, yeah, no, Leah's was 07. It's, was it's like, a weird thing if you think about it, but I actually, I, you know, I actually like that better than having to think of something to wear every day. I feel like. Oh, I love a uniform. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's just weird that they were like seniors. You guys are allowed to wear the white shirts, but everyone else has to wear yeah. blue shirts. So that everyone well, thinks you're well, also it's cool. easier to see yeah, dirt the on Yeah, the staff them. was nicer. The staff was just cooler to seniors and like, you it feels know. like this club, like, just wait, you'll get in. Don't worry. No, honestly, oh, that was, the seniors that's could sit in the to. courtyard and eat lunch and, 
and like I used to leave and get lunch somewhere else all the time. But uh, the football coach actually used to take us to like off campus. Yeah, uh, lunch. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get that affordability. Um, it was okay, pretty sweet. That's that school changed drastically <laughs> after I left. Yeah, now it's like getting into the uh, you know CIA building or something. You gotta <laughs> wait. Why were we just talking about that? How do we get? I on? don't know. We went down to this rabbit hole because Brady and Brady uh, looks like a child in comparison to old people. Ah, there. Oh, yeah. You said okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So, I, so basically, yeah, we're, when, we're spending way too much time on this. We should. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it. I'm just saying, when we were seniors, nothing changed. And then we, when you become a freshman in college, seniors in college felt like they were 45. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. So okay, let's get to <laughs> Washington football stuff. Um. Oh, okay. So important thing. So I have this trading card. It's a trading card. It says on the back, it says, what does it say? Card series part one. It's Terry McLaurin. It's just like a funky kind of setup there. I just kind of was feeling weird. And uh, we want to give them away. We have a hundred of them. Uh, most of them will come in this case. Um, where we're just waiting on a reply from a bigger um, account that would help give them away. So once that happens, you'll see all the details you need to know. We're giving them away. It's going to, it's going to require you to follow us on Instagram most likely. But, um, outside of that, um, outside of that, uh, that's all you, all I can say. I don't, I don't know if there's anything else I can really say on that matter, but we're waiting on somebody to really help. The other thing I though, if you're not following us on the gram at DC sports XP, our YouTube is officially drum roll youtube.com slash dc sports xp it's finally changed yeah so no no more bugging about it still subscribe like the videos okay i found out that apparently likes do better likes are better than subscriptions they say subscriptions are worthless (laughs) but to our subscribers we appreciate you yeah but still subscribe well yeah stay subscribed dc sports xp on all things except facebook nice. don't don't hold your breath with facebook that's probably never gonna happen so um what else cool, man anything else with that um yeah we're approaching the th- thing is we're approaching 10k and i've said this before i've said this before i don't care about like i'll physically say thank you to people who follow i think that's more personal than me just putting out like a thanks for five thousand follower post that's just bragging that we have 5,000 followers. Like, let's be real. Um, so uh, I have an idea in motion for 10,000 10, if we ever get there um, that I saw somebody else do. It's, a, it's just a cool piece of content that shows kind of the journey to 10,000 and like weird, fun stuff that's happened along the way. Um, it's a piece of content that will take me probably a day to do. <laughs> so um, I'm waiting until we actually hit that number and then I get to start on it. But anyway. So now we can get to actual stuff. So the giveaway, okay. So the Super Bowl happened. There was also awards that happened the night before at the NFL Honors. Um, no surprise, Chase Young won Defensive Rookie of the Year. That was pretty, but also it was probably given away by the fact that he was flying to LA and I didn't realize that they were all there and they already knew they all won. Um, so they all had their speeches and I'm like, oh, that's why he flew to LA. I just thought he was flying to LA to fly to LA because he works out there. But, um, and then Alex Smith, like that was the biggest 
lock of all time, except for one person who voted for Big Ben. Savannah, who was it? (laughs) Okay, so fun fact, nobody from Pittsburgh has a vote for the NFL honor. So nobody from Pittsburgh voted for Big Ben. So don't trash my city. (laughs) Don't trash our city. Dude, honestly, though, his first 11 weeks were like MVP level, right? So it doesn't matter. It it does not. I know, I know, but I know what people's argument is, but the argument 40. So it's kind of crazy. I mean, Alex Smith almost died. (laughs) Like it doesn't matter. It's just like in what? another year, Big Ben totally deserves it. But like when you put him up against Alex Smith, it's no contest. Yeah, that's a tough. Yeah. And the thing is, like they had like contest. a whole they had a whole like uh, video <laughs> montage. I think it was narrated by Joe Theismann, which was pretty cool. Um, they already had that like made and stuff. They knew he was gonna win. It's not like they were like uh, you just won because you got like thirty five of the votes or something like that. Um, okay, so though the awards happened, uh, Taylor Heineke. Uh, signed an extension or not an extension i guess technically a new deal so two years love it 8.75 million heavily incentive laden um he just seems like a uh just (laughs) i I just listened to his interviews on the radio and he just he seems like he's just ready to compete wherever i think he knows what's coming i think they're going to get a quarterback that's better than him smart guy but he knows hey i i did enough to earn a roster spot which i think we all said he did Kyle Allen's probably going to be back too. I think Alex Smith's going to get either cut or restructured or retire or something. So they're going to have, I think, three quarterbacks in the room, depending on what they do at the other one. They which, should. Uh, so uh, yeah, what uh, do we have any thought, thoughts on Taylor Heineke besides it was kind of they clear they were going to. They do should that? create an award for for guys like Taylor Heineke, guys that come in and. Uh, sorry, are you guys getting that yeah. uh, on the headphone? A little static? Yeah. Just a little bit. Okay. I was going to say, they should create an award for guys that, like, come in and, like, perform, like, two games at a high level and, like, get their team in the playoffs or whatever. Um, what award, what award would that be? I don't know. Guys like that just ball out short notice. Like, maybe, the like, someone who's... award. Yeah, the Heineke, the Heineke Award. Um, that should be the award. But, yeah, no, he played great. I'm really happy that they, they re-signed him, obviously could start next year if they don't pull anybody in that's interesting i I don't know people are saying they're just gonna like strike out and on everything and just be like you know what we'll go in i just think it's this year's too precious to just either waste with a a rookie that you don't know it's gonna be good and be like okay hopefully he just develops but we still waste this defense another year and these guys you have to extend john allen which is probably going to happen and then the other guys get closer to their deals too. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm in the camp of get somebody good. We know they um, tried to get Matt Stafford, which um, the last podcast we were going over all the guys who were available. And I kind of threw in, I remember re-listening and, and I said, yeah, Jared Goff might get traded. Well, Jared Goff got traded for Matt Stafford. So <laughs> that was um, kind of wild. They didn't even get a first round pick this year. They took, um, the Rams just don't care about first-round draft picks. They clearly you value them as we're going to improve our team now and not – because the draft's a crapshoot. So um, Stafford deal. And now just there's so many more names that are being thrown out there. Russell Wilson apparently has some issues in Seattle. 
uh, Derek Carr, Sam Darnold. Um, Deshaun Watson still is in flux. I know the GM came out or somebody came out, the owner came out and said, no, he's going to be a, we want him to be. I'm like, yeah, well, I've seen that quote before and then they're traded. So, um, and then Carson Wentz, they're trying to find a market. There was a report that he's going to get dealt to Chicago and that I guess never really happened. Um, I don't know. Uh, what do we think of all these names and the reports and, and, um, and I've made, I've made a Jersey swap for, I think every single one of them. Um, I, I, I go ahead. I was just gonna say, my big thing is if you're going to go out and get somebody, get one of like, get Deshaun Watson, get Dak, get somebody like that. And I'm all in on that. Spend as whatever you have to besides chase young to get those guys. Sure. Everyone else. I don't know how in I am. Like, I don't want Sam Darnold. I don't, I don't, that might be an unpopular opinion, but like, I'm not like shelling out for him. Like, oh, cool. We fixed it. Now we have Sam Darnold as our starting QB. Like, right. Like either get one of the big guys that you know, is going to come here, ball out. Like that's our franchise QB. Yeah. Like draft somebody and then like work with, and then make it a QB competition at training camp. Unless you're balling out, like, for a QB, I'm not, like, let's just get anybody on the market because they're available. There's definitely some tiers here. Like, Sam Darnold's not it. Carson Wentz, not it. I can give you a whole list of people that are not it. Yeah. I'd give, I'd give, like, it's, it's all value dependent. I think somebody put out a poll or something where it was like, okay. It was kind of what, it was kind of, it was kind of the question I asked last podcast where it was like, Dak for 40 million, Sam Darnold for a third, uh, uh, Derek Carr for first, which sorry, I think Derek Carr is a very decent quarterback. He's not worth a first, let alone two first rounders. Also, people are yeah. saying that the Raiders would then, if the Raiders got two first for Derek Carr somehow, they just then flip those first for Deshaun Watson. I'm like, I would never trade you a first knowing that you're getting the quarterback that I really want. <laughs> like that's, no. I, I think the, I think Washington really likes Mariota though, his backup. So it's just, it's just, it I was would just trade. I, it seems like they're good at getting the best bang for their buck out of quarterbacks. So, I'll, I mean, if they like Mariota and they, they want to pay him really cheap money to start next year. I'd, I'd rather trade a third for Sam Darnold than Mariota. We know what Mariota is. The, Sam Darnold was in a horrible situation. I think I actually like Mariota. I think, I think he's a better option. I think, oh, I, think, I, I like I him because he's disagree. mobile. I like him because he's mobile, but he's not very accurate. And I don't know. I, 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 like I was saying, though, with Sam Darnold is that he should, for example, Josh Rosen went for a second round pick at the time. I would have traded a second round pick for Josh Rosen at the time. But Sam Darnold has shown more than Josh Rosen has. And it, it's not even close. Like, like, I feel like Sam Darnold in a situation. I realized I was the first person to curse on the podcast. If he's going uh, for a third, then maybe, but I mean, yeah, that's the I thing. Like the guy, like, I mean, in the, today's league, it's like, it seems like you just need some, somebody who can run too. And it's like, okay. Well, Sam Mariotta Darnold can, can run. Did you not see Sam Darnold's run on third? No, I know football? he can run. I know he can run, but like he Mike also Vick. gets sacked a lot. Gets sacked a lot. Well, so cause I, he's, I don't know. Cause he plays with the jets. Yeah. I Here, the Joe, I, I find this appalling because Joe was the one who, when Sam Darnold was coming out of high school, Joe, Joe's like, dude, we, he like put, he got the YouTube on the TV. He's like, dude, you have to watch Sam Darnold. He's like Peyton Manning who could run. Like, that's what you said. <laughs> you love I mean, Sam Darnold. He was my favorite quarterback in college too. So you don't like, think you know, he has, him. you don't think he has ability? I think he has ability, but like, 
So I would trade a third uh, rounder for him. Would you rather trade I third rounder enough, for I saw enough from Mariota last year to be like, if he was on the – What do you mean enough? He played like a half. I know. That's all I need to see. This is <laughs> – you're you like know, those people who like are like Heineke's the future. You know how many people seriously comment on posts saying, "Dude, no, we're good. We're set with Heineke." And I'm like, "You're you're dead serious." We just if we got Mariota, we just have three a stable of three QBs who go out there and get a dub. That's really what it is. And it's like, okay, so one's hurt. You got to deal with you got to deal with Heineke. Then you got to deal with Mariota. You know who are you gonna deal with? These guys, these guys have wheels. You know? Speaking of, um, what do you call it? like a platoon? I guess they call that when you do like a platoon. Like you put like you use a quarterback in the first quarter, then you use another one in the second quarter or whatever. That actually, I didn't know this. When Tom Brady was at Michigan, him and Chad yeah. Henney were like a platoon quarterback, and like no, one would play the Chad Henney. Yeah, it was not Chad Henney. Brian uh, Greasy. No, no, not Chad. Not oh, sorry, not Chad Henney. Um, Drew Henson. Yeah. Drew Henson would like start the first quarter. Tom Brady would come in for the second quarter. And then um, the coach, I'm blanking on his name, he would then choose one of those to play the second half. And they went like 6-0 and one year doing that before I think they switched to like somebody else. I thought that was wild. I didn't know that. I, I was wondering why Tom Brady's stats were all weird for certain seasons. Like I was like, that doesn't look like a lot of touchdowns, but because he only played like half the games. Like anyway. using a starter in baseball. I love that. More of that. Do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you know the Washington football team's offered a first and a third. That's a hefty price tag. I, that's a little more than I would have offered for Stafford. But I guess they decided to take – it's it's kind of funny what the Lions did because they didn't take immediate help. The, the Washington football team were giving them immediate help in a first and a third this year. And they decided to take the first next year and a first after that. So interesting, but they're going to still try to swing for it. And then the other option is, would you trade up for a quarterback? No. Because if you're already willing to do a first and a third for Stafford, well, then maybe you're willing to do a first and a third plus something else to move into the top seven for, I don't know. No. Justin Fields. I don't trust. I don't trust him anymore. I want. I want an established quarterback. Well, or a guy who can who can you know run, and and run a throw on the run, you know, just give us a shot. That's all. I, I'm over these guys that are highly touted. We've we've busted on two quarterbacks in ten years. I'm out on trading up or drafting anybody in, in any first round for for quarterback. I'm out on that. Would would you actually inquire about – I mean, this is a dumb question because, like, of course you would, but I guess would you seriously inquire about Russell Wilson? Yes. I would trade whatever they wanted for Russell Wilson because he's that good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you know – so do you know he actually – so he's from Richmond. I knew that. But he actually – there was an interview. I'm, I was trying to find it to, like – I was going to do some, like, stupid meme with it if I could find it. But – uh, he said he still keeps tabs on, on at the time, the Redskins, because he grew up watching them. And, and, and so people are like, bring them home. That's what I mean. That's like, get them. Come on, bring them home. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think I would trade. I would do the same thing with Deshaun Watson. I would trade three first rounders because Wilson would give you that window of what you need. But, okay, 
Um, the next thing I was going to do is the, remember when I said I have a pitch for red or not red wolves, wolves, I have it. I wanted to practice it before I did it and wasn't really ready. So next podcast, I will give you a a pitch and and I started writing it. I'll full disclosure. I started writing my thoughts down and I go, I just like, Oh, I can make this really good. If I, I'm going to like over dramatize this pretty good. And okay. I just kept going and it's about five minutes long. So that's why I would need to practice. I might be convinced. Um, I don't, I don't yeah. think I'll turn you, but I'll, I'll, I think I'll do a good job of, okay. I'll put All on right. a good show, hopefully with my words. We'll see. Um, okay. So the other teams, before we get to the bachelor uh, recap of the last, what, two episodes. Yeah. So, Okay. So wizards uh, continue to play no defense and they suck. Um, uh, Bradley Beal is leading the league in scoring still. I think he had a career low, I think a, not career low, a season low definitely of seven points against the Heat. Um, I think on a back to back, so they beat him. The, they actually beat the Heat in Miami, and then they had a dud. And then Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook continues to play, not play back to backs, which I, you know, I get, but I don't get. I'm like you're six and seventeen or whatever. Um, and uh, Bradley Beal, so vote for him for the All Star game. I think he leads all guards, all guards. That's pretty cool. Um, what's really weird is that Russell Westbrook, who usually has like a whole army of fans with him, does not. I don't think he cracks the top ten for guards. Um. But yeah, so Bradley Beal leads like well deserved. Like he, he, he actually had to take a rest game, and he's never done that. So I don't know. I, I don't know, Joe, if you want to say anything about the Wizards. Same old thing, man. Just they don't have a center. They can't play defense. Somebody said they only spend ten minutes every practice uh, doing closeouts. Seems like defense in today's NBA, by the way, is like just closing out to shooters and finding out who's switching where and being able to just close out on three point shooters. Like, I feel like that's all it is, but the frustrating thing don't have the athlete. They just can't do it. The frustrating thing about NBA or defense is that most NBA athlete or most NBA players are really good athletes. And if they just put in any effort, they would be good defenders, but they don't. And they choose, pick and choose when they want to be good defenders. Because I've seen, like, for example, Denny Avdia is by far and away, in my opinion, the best defender on the team. He just has really good instincts for things. Like, there was one where he recovered on a back cut and stuck his hand out and intercepted the pass. Like, he just knows how to play defense. But he's not the best athlete, but he's still a good, a good defender. I see guys like Westbrook and Beal, who are better athletes than Denny Avdia, getting blown by. And it just doesn't make sense to me. And like, and it's also not just the physical ability. You have to actually like know how to process things in front of you. So there's also the, like, maybe you should be drafting players that are smart defenders, but yeah, it's very frustrating to watch them play defense. Cause they gave up, they gave up like 130 points. Like, yeah, it's and not, by the way, by the way, Bertans bad season, awful season. One yeah, of the worst he seasons. is, he's not, I mean, listen, I'm not going to say that was a bad signing because in hindsight, it's, you had it's to not sign. a bad signing. It's somebody that any team like the Knicks would probably trade like a future first for Bertons right now, or like teams would trade a future first for Bertons. But it's frustrating. You know, you pay this guy twenty million a year, and uh, it's tough. It's tough. 
Nah, it's not twenty million. You're at sixteen, but yeah, that's four million. What's the? What's it's that? It's that Ole Miss math right there. Yeah, well, um, it feels like twenty. Oh, speaking of, uh, I'll get. I was gonna say, uh, speaking of my alma mater, JMU, I saw some really funny stuff this weekend, uh, or on Friday, this past shoot, basically a week ago. Um, I'll get to that in a second. But okay, so the Wizards, nothing really to report there, other than sadness. Um, the Nationals season is getting closer. Um, Savannah, I don't know the date on the top of my head. Do you know the date for reporting? Of what? Re- oh, like like uh, player report reporting, I should say. I think like 10 days is pitcher catcher. So I just Eight. love that sound. I love that saying when somebody says blank days until pitch, uh, pitchers and catchers. Like, I just love that. Like, this just makes me realize baseball is around the corner. Um, so yeah, season's getting closer. Projected win totals came out, and I think I think they had the Mets at like ninety six or seven wins. Yeah. Also, I thought I was listening to one of the radio stations. Um, oh, by the way, I this was this came out of the left field. J.P. Finley and B. Mitch got the midday slot, which is weird because I've never really listened to B. Mitch on the radio, and then I'm used to J.P. Finley from the Redskins oh, Talk he's podcast. He's good on the radio. He's good. Um, I have to get used to that. I have to get used to that duo. Like I was trying to listen to them and get getting rid of them because you're so used to like the junkies and Grant and Danny. And now it's like B Mitch and Finley, just a new duo that aren't usually together. So I've been trying to like accustom myself to their, uh, their midday slot. But um, I think it's it was fun. Grant, Grant and Danny saying, I think Grant just randomly goes, Oh, by the way, can we talk about how cookie Carrasco is in that deal? And nobody talks about it. And I was like, yeah, Savannah definitely talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you i got thoughts and feelings uh yeah so th- th- i keep looking at that trade and be like that was just a horrible trade for the indians um horrible God i off. think i think i think mike trout's annual salary is more than their payroll right now i don't know if that's a joke or that's actually a fact i'm not it's probably close I think it's true yeah what's his annual salary right now it's probably roughly 40 he got that massive deal yeah, not bad. That was funny when when Bryce Harper took that salary. deal. When Bryce Harper took that deal strictly just to become the highest paid player ever, or whatever, or most the biggest contract given, and then literally like seven days later, Mike Trout signs his deal. It's like I'm glad Bryce Harper. I'm glad Bryce Harper and Scott Boris had that title for like a week. Yeah, um, that's two hundred and forty six thousand a game. By the way, forty million a year. Have bad. you? I'm sure you've seen this. The when um, somebody took a picture picture of um, McCutcheon's pay stub. Have you ever seen that? No. Look, just Google McCut like when you get a chance McCutcheon pay stub, and it shows you like what his like a like at the time he was getting. This might have been before he got like his deal as a big deal, but it was wild. Like every two weeks he's getting paid this. But there's so much taken out for because you, you get ta- you you get taxed wherever you're playing, which is kind of kind of BS. But um, there's so much taken out. But then like even after all the taxes, he was making like 250k in two weeks. And somebody goes, "Man, like look at all those taxes being taken out." And I'm like, "Yeah, do you see the final amount still?" <laughs> like. Uh, it's wild but yeah i don't know who i don't know who took that picture i don't know if it was like an intern that thought it was funny i it, it was like on reddit or something but 
that's always a funny thing to look at. So I guess it's getting to the point where I'm not supposed to expect any other moves for the Nationals. No, they feel like they're major gaps. Like they have their starting five, their pitcher rotation, but that's pretty set in stone. They got their outfielder. They have a catcher, like yeah. the first baseman. Yeah, out they, they signed so they Avila, like right? Avila. Yeah, so they yeah, they have their catcher platoon. I'll use that word again. Um so they have that that all set. I know Lester, I know they were concerned about Lester because he what they weren't announcing his signing for a while. It was like, hey guys. It's been reported, but you haven't posted anything. But then they finally um, also listened to his interview on the radio. Like, such a good dude. Just a great guy to have on the team, John Lester. Yeah. Um, so did you see Brad Hands? Uh, they did, like, an presser with him. And he said people were talking to him, like, oh, you know, welcome to D.C. And he's like, oh, did you know that, like, in high school, I wore the number eight because of Ovechkin? Wow. That's weird. Okay. That's cool. Isn't that cool? So I'm like, Brad Hand, welcome to the Nationals. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay, so Nationals, so the Caps, uh, they're finally back healthy. If we remember, they were on a COVID, um, just like the Wizards around the same time. They finally, I think, just got like Kuznetsov and Verona off the COVID list, but then their teams that they were playing have COVID problems. So then now they don't play till tomorrow, which is... So, like, today's Saturday. They play tomorrow, uh, Sunday against the Penguins, I want to say. And, oh, oh, not Ovechkin. Kuznetsov had one of the greatest quotes of all time when asked, were you scared when you were doing Because apparently they had actual symptoms, like they were actually sick. And he was like, no, nah, I'm not afraid of much. I'm from Russia. I thought that was the greatest thing ever. And this Kuznetsov, and we know Kuznetsov has had, a, like, a, you know, a, you know, he's done, he's got busted with cocaine and stuff. But it's just it's like. Really He's a dude. He, he is so freaking funny. I love him that he's on our team because he's basically the, he's one of the main reasons they won the cup. Like he probably should have won playoff MVP. The Smythe. they kind of gave it to Ovi. I was like, hey, let's give it to Ovi. Um, yeah. But man, he has some golden quotes. Like the the mic'd up with him and Chara on the ice when Chara's like first day at practice when he's asking about his stick, and he's like, he's like, can I can I borrow your stick for? For the practice, because Chara has a like custom-made length stick because he's so tall. So Kuznetsov's like, I want to try your stick out. So, but yeah, saying I'm not afraid of anything because I'm from Russia is just amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, that just reminds me of the Burt Chrysler. I don't know if you ever seen that comedian Savannah. His like yeah. from Russia. He went to school or whatever story that is when he went to Russia. So good. Anyway, um, but yeah, they play tomorrow on Valentine's Day. And uh, I don't know, does anybody have plans for Valentine's Day? I know I'm stress-free with it. Uh, Joe is the only one that I possibly think may have to do something. For what? Joe, what are your Valentine's Day yeah, plans? Yeah, what's your Valentine's oh, Day? Oh, I don't have any Valentine's Day plans. I was actually going to hit an Airbnb this weekend. Um, well, here's the thing. I, I was thinking about just starting this thing where I go to Airbnbs every weekend and um, – you know, I explained that that was potentially my plan this weekend to somebody. And I was like, you know, I, uh, I didn't want it to be like a super romantic idea. It was just something I thought about doing, but I didn't even realize Valentine's Day was this weekend. So I, uh, you know, I presented something and it could have been portrayed as extremely romantic, but it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. So I don't have any plans. When you say Airbnb, you mean like with your 
with yeah, your with somebody girl? with somebody that uh yeah and, yeah so uh, how is that it was not just an idea. like hey let's go hang out here for a weekend but i didn't realize how it was is that per- well but, but in general how is that not i feel like that's only can be perceived one way as a romantic getaway it was it was never it was more of a hell oh my god it's so gross out let's go chill somewhere for a weekend you know that's still i mean it's calling me crazy savannah is that not from a girl's perspective like yeah that's romantic that's right. In the romantic- boy that I was chit chatting with was like, why don't we just go to an Airbnb this weekend and be like, oh, he's proposing. Here <laughs> 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 we are in a relationship. Like, this, is it. this is the weekend. <laughs> man, That's things. Are, man, he's really ahead of me in this relationship. Oh, oh my god! No, no, no. no <laughs> okay, just, so uh, so yeah. Idea. <laughs> I just like how Joe's like. I didn't think it would it would come off as romantic. Uh, well, she, she didn't. She didn't think it. She didn't think it would be, but. It, I mean, trust me, she's she's on the same page with me. It's, it's uh, she knows that I'm not romantic. Let's just say that. Savannah, any any plans? Um, no. Are you still? Are you? Just, is your are your plans just moving in? <laughs> um, yeah, I did buy cookie dough, so I might need some of that. Like, have such like a that sounds. Amazing. I like the priorities there. Yeah, like have cookie dough. I just got my couch. Watch oh. a movie. Maybe cry a little bit. I don't know. Oh. What's he gonna no, say? That sounds well, like a blast. I just finished. Um, <laughs> I know I'm like the only one here that cares about this stuff. Um, but I just finished the. I never. I, I've never done this. It's been a while since I did this, but I binged all twenty three of the Marvel movies. Jesus, Mike. That's a lot. Yeah, it took a couple. That's of a weeks. lot of time. <laughs> I can't it, it, sit there for more than two hours on movies anymore, by the way. I mean, it was basically like, like one a night. If I if I started early enough and I it was like maybe like 1030 and I, the first one was done, I'd be like, I can fit another one in. And I because they're all guys, like they're all ju- roughly two hours. Have you guys seen the little things yet? What's that? It's the Denzel Washington movie on HBO Max. Oh, with Jared Leto. Yes, it's a thriller. That- I hated that. Oh, no. Oh, wow. okay. that, that reaction, I really thought Savannah was going to be like, I love it. No, no, no. I had to like really go back and think about it. I really dislike that movie. I'm just not, I'm not the right person to judge it. I hate thrillers. I hate Jared Leto. So. Yeah. You I hate thought Jared it was going to be worse. You see Jared Leto's new one, Joker? Right? Yeah, he's creepy. He is a, like, he's a method actor. Like, he's a legit method actor. So he apparently... I think the story was when he got first got cast as the Joker to like being character. He sent like a dead rat to like his coworkers. <laughs> I think he just like really got lucky where he's just this weird, and somebody's like he's so he's such a method actor. He's just so into it, and he's like people think this is acting. Like oh sweet, and he just keeps getting roles like that where he can be a complete weirdo, and everyone's like classic jared leto like because he played in the in the dallas uh buyers club uh he played like a did he play like a but he played like a not a either he was gay or he was like a trans uh person in that movie and Um, so they said on um set like he was just he stayed in character the whole time and it was just like weird for people because they're like they want to just talk to jared leto they don't want to talk to his character but he stayed in character or he, on set on any movie. Apparently he just stays in character. Um, but yeah, he, there's new pictures of him coming out for it because he's going to be in a more featured role in, and this is kind of like 
nerdy movie talk, but the Justice League, which is DC Comics, that like DC and Marvel like compete against each other. Marvel's completely crushed them in anything, but Justice League came out, it wasn't that great. And so Zack Snyder, who got fired off the movie, has his own cut and he's releasing that on HBO Max. Everybody's excited because it's going to be way better. And the Joker actually gets more shine in this movie with like Batman and stuff. So they redid Jared Leto's Joker and he has like long hair. He's more creepy looking. Wait, so Batman's DC? Yeah. And Superman's DC. Yeah. So DC's like Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, uh, Aquaman, uh, The Flash. Um, Those people. And Cyber, the or, yeah, the other the other ones like Hulk, Iron Man, Spider Man, they're all Marvel. What uh, what what would be your superpower, guys? What what do you think uh would be your go to if you could choose? Oh, shape shifting. That would rock. That's funny you say that because uh, there's a shape shifting element in the last Marvel movie. So, what about you, Mike? Shape shifting. Ah, that's a good one. I know, right? It's, it's also really creepy though. <laughs> Um, so like you could you could just turn into anything you wanted basically is what you're saying i think it would be like a shapeshifter plus like teleporter like i want to be able to shapeshift but like be anywhere like oh i want to go be a chair in tokyo right now so like, boom, so like the movie um jumper and you're just Hayden gonna sit there for hours as a chair honestly the ability to teleport's funky um it's a good one if, but it's like all you have to have rule the, the rules like in the movies you saw them in like those those certain uh powers like for example in jumper with hayden christensen he can teleport anywhere but he has to see it like he if like he sees a picture say of like the santa monica pier he can jump to the pier I don't so that. i just uh, want to think of it and i'm there what's your um something with uh i don't know like I was thinking maybe the ability to fly super fast, but have a heat shield around my face so that if I'm flying, I don't get any like things in my eyes. I don't have to wear goggles when I fly. Um, Cause you know, when things go super fast, it's like they have a heat shield. But why would you want to fly if you could teleport anywhere? Like why would you still want the travel time that it takes to fly? Well, teleport I'm trying to fly anywhere. through space. I'm trying to try fly through space. I just teleported to the moon. Well, it took okay, well can I use a telescope? If I have to see it, can I use the telescope? And does that count for being able to see something? And Because I would go to planets that we think are habitable, and I would tell the Earth. I would be the most useful superhero of all time. I would tell Earth, hey, guys, we're good to go here. I, I just checked it out. I teleported to... Uh, andromeda galaxy and check so, out a couple of these plans i think they're good to go so i was i was thinking of a super speed and and you know there's like the the, the character to the flash obviously and there's quicksilver in the marvel universe and that whole thing is because it's a marvel character but also he's an x-man x-men 2 which is sony and there's like they can use the name but they can't be like in the same universe like the like cinematic it, it's some weird like contract dispute um but there's a great scene in X-Men where it shows like what happens when he decides to go fast and everything around him like goes super slow and he just, he's able to like run up to people and like kind of like punch them. And then they, they slowly go like, Oh, like, like, and then once he stops his speed thing, everything speeds up and then everything that he just did happens. It's a trip. It's like a mind F. 
But I was thinking of what happens if you're super fast as everything just goes slow around you and you move at normal speed or you're able to just process everything really fast. It's a mind trip when you really think of what happens if you had super speed. Also, speaking of super speed, uh, you guys should watch The Boys. It's yeah, on my list. Do my best, yeah. Um, I have five episodes left of Seinfeld and then I can start. Oh, I forgot you're doing a Seinfeld binge. Yeah. How is it? How was it? If you have five um, left. I just watched like the yada, yada, yada episode, which I was like, oh, this is funny. I get it. Ha ha. And then I watched a horrible episode where they go to India for a wedding and it's all told in like flashbacks. I mean, this is the dumbest episode of television I've ever watched. And I've watched every episode of Real Housewives. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm like real in and out on it. But you've watched like what? How many seasons has it been? Um, I'm on season nine, episode 16. Okay, so there's nine total seasons. Yeah. So I'm, I actually, I need yeah. to do a, a Seinfeld binge because I've done the Friends binge. I've done every sitcom binge you probably can imagine. But I've never, I've seen so many Seinfeld episodes. I actually don't know how it ends. And I still have somehow to this day, I have somehow to this day not been spoiled on like how apparently the ending is really controversial. So I need to, I want to do that binge just to catch up on that. Yeah, because I don't know the ending. So I am excited so I'm finally in on it, but. All right. Well, um, speaking of TV, we'll get to The Bachelor in a second. One random thing, though. So you know how, I don't know if you're familiar with the barstool thing that they do is called Rough and Rowdy, the fight kind of thing they promote. Do you know? Yes. That? So, okay. Mm -hmm. So I don't know The Bachelor. They basically took over Rough and Rowdy from another company, and they it's like a $10 pay-per-view. They just have people sign up, and they beat the hell out of each other. Kind of entertaining because it's just like there's not really rules. It's just like you just start wailing, and there's three one-minute rounds. It's it's kind of a crazy concept, but there was a a fight happening. My my buddy came over from Long Beach, and we and we and his brother came over, and we watched it at our place. Um, and I've never watched one of these before. It was just very entertaining with these guys that like for three minutes straight just start wailing on each other. But there's one guy they mentioned James Madison University, and I'm looking in the ring, and I'm like, why does that guy look familiar? It's because his name's Kyle, and I don't remember his last name, but his dorm room was right next to me freshman year. And he was no, in Rough and Rowdy and got his ass whooped. But, <laughs> but uh, I, was, I was like, why does that guy look so freaking familiar? And they said James Madison, but then I'm like, okay, maybe he just looks like, you know, tall, like short blonde hair. But I was like, no, nah, that's, that's the guy who lived next to me. And then I texted my buddy, not knowing not saying that I was watching this. I just go, hey, who was the guy's name that lived next to us? Not Nick, because it was a guy named Nick and his roommate. It's like, not Nick. He's like, oh, Kyle, are you watching him fight right now? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, did he win? I'm like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> he got his ass kicked, but like, it's cool. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, he was like a walk-on. on the. I don't know if he actually played. He like walked onto the football team and then either got cut or just quit. But Look at him now. Um, look at him now, just fighting for a couple hundred bucks um all right well now we're, we're going to the bachelor the bachelor we have things to talk about right off the bat wait hold on uh nope that's not it a couple people uh eliminated huh since the last time we talked couple big names couple big names there's been a shake-up in the house um our queen has left us right she's gone um Katie's anna's gone, gone. MJ's MJ's another episode, but MJ's gone. By Mean Girls, so over you guys. Oh, okay, I found. Katie, I, I found my notes. 
Okay, so I got spoiled. Uh, I got spoiled by Kate. Well, first thing, let's let's start with like the elephant in the room. Rachel has some. Um, okay, yeah, let's start there. Allegations, or not allegations. I don't know what the word is. What am I trying to say? Um, basically, I was on Instagram and I followed Instagram. I followed her immediately when the show started. Call it dirt. You just call it dirt. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, uh, I saw her post a long uh, like paragraph on instagram is really hard to read i don't know why she didn't make it like a carousel where you could swipe to it or something but anyway uh it says something about racist actions so i investigated and apparently you probably know if you watch the show she at her sorority i guess went to a fraternity formal party whatever you want to call it savannah savannah was it like a formal i don't know what the proper term is it was she went to like a formal event but it was old south themed also she now, dressed like an dresses and went on yeah, a plantation so, so like they yeah girls were dressed like quote unquote like old school southern bells and guys were dressed like the one picture I, I saw a picture of all the girls and then i saw a picture oh the picture of uh she the one that she liked from like the year the next year's event and the guy was dressed like a i don't know like a farmer like a plantation farmer i, I don't know what the yeah. proper term is and so yeah um if you know plantations were where slaves worked in the south i mean plantations are are they even still a thing are they still called plantations yes and in the south like people get married on plantations mm -hmm. and people host them for big events and that's super controversial anyway yeah but then this sorority fraternity decided to host an event there yeah. but made it old south themed not just like over oh, on a plantation so yeah. naturally speaking or natural nat naturally because rachel is my favorite and i think a lot of people's favorite i was like i need to find out why she did this because i don't i want to at the very least not have to think crazy less of her if not possible um i i personally and we're not going to spend too much time on this i personally chalk it up to young and like first of all we're all we were all in college at one point so many th people with those theme parties just as an excuse to get drunk and have a good time. She went to school in the South. Apparently that chapter of fraternity that they did this with. Um, I, again, I'm taking this tweet as gospel right now, but apparently they had like a Robert E. Lee tie in and maybe they do stuff specifically to be racist. Um, from her perspective, I literally just chalk it up and not excusing her. I'm just saying like, young dumb and drunk like she probably had no idea like yeah. she, she was also probably asked to go but at the same time it's like if i got asked to go to something like that if i was a girl i'd be like no nah, i'm good but well here's the thing i'm not going to pretend i'm almost 30. i'm not going to pretend if i was in college like i i truly i'm truly saying i don't know if somebody asked me to go to a old south theme party where guys dress up as farmers and girls get to dress up in those southern bell dresses like i don't know if my first thought would be that's insensitive because my first thought would be like oh it's just like a dress-up party to go drink i can't tell you if I'm, i would do that or not now no, you so, yeah. it's very easy to say yeah that's insent like that's no that's bad well it depends where you're going if they're going to a plantation that's where the yeah big well i think is. i didn't know if it was like on a plantation or like plantation what? themed yeah, it was on a plantation, and this is a party they've had for years, and as much as I want to say, like, oh, that's just young and dumb, like, you know better. Like, if yeah. no other people of color are going, like, you have to kind of maybe wonder, like, right. would we be 
doing this? Yeah, like, is I'm it- saying like people literally like I'm not proud of some of the theme titles. I'm not none of them were like racist, but like theme titles of parties that we went to. It was usually like, and ironically speaking, it's brought up in this episode as a word that a girl doesn't like. And the term "ho," it's like every party that people threw it was like CEOs and business, you know that. So it was like that's like I'm not proud of being at this party, but I was like 20 and I wanted to just drink. And I was like, I'm just I'm told to dress up like this. So I'm going to this party. I never participated in something like this. And no. again, don't know what my reaction would be back in the day, but I know now it's, that's very insensitive. It's um, absolutely insensitive. Like you do have to know better. So I know she can't go back and change the fact she yeah. went to the party. So I appreciate her statement to say that she's going to learn from it and do better. And hopefully she reaches out to the school and says, this is why we can't do stuff like this. And they stop parties like that. And if anyone yeah. listening is thinking about going to a party like that, it's a bad idea. It's insensitive. Don't do it. Anything like that. It's bad. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Those probably do that. They, (laughs) yeah. And again, if it's, if it's, uh, if it's, if it's, um, I don't even know what the correct term is. I know systemic and systematic have been thrown around when we're talking about like racism stuff, but like whatever the correct usage of that word is, if it's like a systemic thing in that fraternity where they're continuously doing these things with the intention of like, Let's throw this party because remember back in the day when we used to be able to do this, like as white people, like, yeah, it's that bad. It's like horrible. So like, I think from her perspective, I think it was like, got invited, excuse to dress up in one of those dresses. Trying, I don't to, trying to fit in, goes like, to a yeah. college that's probably historically racist and uh, she has Yeah, I mean, no there's, there's so many, there's so many variances to what, now if you find out that she knew exactly what she was doing and I don't know if we'll ever figure that out, but I just... Judging from how she is on the show, I've always said this, she seems the most like down to earth, just genuine person, especially in this last episode. Like there's something I'll bring up when we talk about it. Like, I just can't see her being that like intentionally racist. If that's a, like, I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. You would hope that she didn't know what she was doing, but like ignorance is still racism. We're ignorant to it. So like, yeah, I, I I, I chalk it up to ignorant. I don't know how old she was at the time, 21. I think she's 24. So what was it, three years ago? No, yeah, so- no, no better. I understand that people are ignorant to things like this. And I'm not going to pretend I wasn't ignorant to things before you educate yourself. But now's the time to learn and grow from it. Educate yourself and know that like, stuff like that's not okay. So, so and, mistakes, um, like- yeah. yeah. I, and, and here's the thing. Bringing this to light is probably good. I think a net good. But I just, I'm just it's just people digging in people's past and trying to rip them. Like that whole culture is bad to me, even though like we, like you're bringing up something like the net good from this is, Hey, stop throwing parties like that. But it's at the expense of somebody who now we think because of how Chris Harrison handled his thing, she probably won. Um, Cause she is the clear favorite um, at the time. We know the show's wrapped up. I know we're not, I, we'll wrap this up, but Matt James is now kind of getting dragged through the mud a little bit. Um, with some stuff that I just don't think is right to say. Um, but um, yeah, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be weird when when it's all when it's done and, and say she wins. I think there's gonna be some kind of interview, and she'll Absolutely. have. To, well, but Chris she, Harrison's I mean, not gonna be on after the final rose, which is when we would see Matt James and his winner talk for the first time. So I have a feeling that if it is Rachel, the winner, like this obviously will be a conversation and Chris Harrison will be moderating it. I have a feeling they'll have Rachel Lindsay, who was their first black bachelorette, or Tasha, who was a black bachelorette. Like I have a feeling they will let a woman of color have the chair to kind of moderate the conversation yeah. is my guess. Yeah. 
It'll be interesting, but she, I mean, she did basically, I mean, it's a weird situation because it's a show that's airing. You don't know the, like, and you know, you know, it's wrapped up and she has to now come out and, um, right. you know, apologize and, and clear the air, if you will. Um, but that whole situation is, is weird. Now people are going to be watching with extra anticipation and um, stuff like that. So, all right. So let's get Spark notes this, these two episodes. So yeah, we talked about people went home. I actually got spoiled with the Katie thing that got spoiled for me a little bit because I was on Twitter and somebody um, during the airing of the episode, I wasn't watching live, especially first of all, I'm on the West coast. So it can easily get spoiled for me. If I, somebody tweeted, make Katie the bachelorette, you cowards. And in my head, I was like, okay, does that mean she went home or is it just like somebody pumping Katie up just in general? Cause she's awesome. And, uh, it, it then got spoiled how they set up the preview, the producers. It was like that moonlight shot of him shutting the door. And then before Katie's date, well, after somebody else went home or he already had a one-on-one with somebody. And then they had, I was like, well, it has to be Katie that's going home because it's a one-on-one. So I, I kind of put those puzzle pieces together, but um, yeah. So the first episode, um, Brit escort rumor, Anna was sent home. Um, but because of the oh is matt just kind of doing this like cleanup basically he's talking to all these girls with the rumors um anna tried her best to be sorry and i was like nah you're probably cooked um ryan bashing victoria with matt because victoria apparently called her what i like i referenced this earlier called her a hoe because of quote you're a dancer so i don't know what the exact quote was um and then victoria uh got sent did not get a rose she didn't get sent home on the spot which i thought she probably should have but um like her her action was way worse than anna's to me and matt was like i'll let you go to the rose ceremony but mike do you remember a few episodes of our podcast go you were like has anyone like whenever they I, don't get savannah rose, they Savannah, I was just about to bring that up. Like, I was just about to be like, remember last episode when I asked, does anybody say like, screw you? <laughs> she <laughs> would be the one. <laughs> oh, that was and so good. They let her go to the rose ceremony because they knew she was good for one last outburst. Um, but I always said this with, with Victoria, every one of her lines seems like, I, I just like, think she was a plant. Like she was never actually a contestant. Yeah, I think like she was a hater for uh, each line. I was like, her, like, it was like she was a bad actress and it's like, oh, I'm supposed to say this now. Yeah. Like, she's just like, like you, awkwardly yeah. interjects herself in the conversation. And I'm like, she makes someone cry. She gets like an extra 5K and followers <laughs> or something. Bonuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, all her lines are what I, what I kind of writing down. I was like, her lines are delivered with the same emotion, whatever, how she talks. Like, that anno- <laughs> her voice is very annoying. But like she's playing the highly delusional character in like a sketch. That's what she's doing. She's like, I'm perfect for Matt. Like he's my king. I'm like, this bit is not funny anymore. Like you're so going home. <laughs> so going home. So goodbye and good riddance, Victoria. You left us with one more. I feel sorry for you. Like, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> that was so good. Um, so Matt was then taken. Uh, Matt mentioned Katie. To, did he mention it to Victoria when he's like, well, Katie brought this up and that's how people started. I think he's, I think he said, yeah, cause Katie brought this up to me. And then Victoria, you could see her face go like Katie. 
and then I was like, oh, this is how Katie's going to get dragged. I was like, this is, this is it. This is how she, uh, um, so Victoria, yeah, she said that it was out of, out of context, but we all know she was probably going home after that. Um, da, 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 da. why did I say, oh, Rachel got the one-on-one. What was her one-on-one date again? Oh, her date shopping, date, shopping date. Okay. So this is what I was going to ask. Um, I, I said, Rachel one-on-one dash. I don't like, cause I was like, yeah, this is just, he's, he's it, she's going so far ahead in the leaderboard right now. Um, yeah, it was a shopping date. Savannah, what was your thoughts on that? I think that is the weirdest date. Cause one, Rachel knows Matt's not paying for the clothes. So obviously production is buying all that stuff, but you have to sit there and like, thank Matt. Like, this is amazing. Like, yes, he did choose her to go on the date, but he's not buying that stuff for you. You're just modeling it. She gets to keep it. (laughs) She does get to keep it, which is huge. Reminds me of the, uh, like the wedding picture date. It's just weird. The wedding picture date will always be above and beyond weird because it's like, that's just creepy. Like, especially if you I don't end up. I would never do that. Um, the shopping date, yeah, the shopping date is weird because it's not actually Matt, like, spoiling her. He did, te- he technically spoiled her in the sense that he knows they're paying for it. And he's like, okay, who do I want to shower with gifts, essentially? Um, Great. I'm going to give her red bottom shoes, which the whole side conversation, but. I, I was just about to say, is that like a thing? Because, um, the girls at the the girls when she came is like oh my god are the bottoms of them red and then they're all they all freaked out they're like oh my god yeah uh, those shoes are like a month's rent so um, well that's the thing so this is why this is why I was referencing about um, Katie being like a genuine person like I believe her personality in the sense when she goes the way she was laughing as she was saying she's like I've never had shoes over forty dollars I felt that in my soul because hold on oh god like starting to drop these things <laughs> i've had these since 2011 like i am a simple shoe person i don't care and i was like i love you more and again these are all in context of me loving her more before these allegations came out so i just want to clear the air there even though i think we all are on the same page with her um but yeah i was just like oh my god like she's perfect <laughs> like, yeah, and the date was even though it was weird i feel like they made the best of it they had like moments he Matt James obviously really likes Rachel. Their whole date after the weird try on clothes for me date. It was a fabulous, fabulous one-on-one. Um, and yeah, and I just, every time they talk to each other, it's down, it, it seems the most normal Matt sounds when he's talking to Rachel, in my opinion. He, other than that, he, he sounds like a weird, just very meh with everybody else to me. Like maybe, maybe Piper also kind of piper second to me yeah um but other than that I, i'm kind of i'm kind of parodying what grant paulson said because he likes talking about the bachelor it is literally like i think he described it as rachel piper in a grand canyon size gap yes. and then everybody else but um so savannah you texted during i think this episode and said your tally of quote unquote like i'm falling in love with you kind of thing mm-hmm. what was that what was that again so Rachel on their date said that she was falling in love with Matt and Matt said back, I'm falling in love with you. Wait, too. did he, did he say that? Or did he say, I feel the same way? He said both things, but he said, oh, the love I, didn't, I, didn't, in love. I didn't hear the love. No, there, maybe there's multiple choice. Matt checked off two of the like, possible answers of multiple. <laughs> that I feel the well, same choices. way. I'm it's, also falling in love with you. Yeah. 
Well, here's the thing. Uh, and then he went in for the. <laughs> it's like they told. It's 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 like they told all the girls to say that that episode because it seemed like every one-on-one time he got with anybody, they were like, "I'm like falling." I don't know if they always said it falling in love, but like they're starting to fall. Like have catch feelings or whatever. And he didn't say anything back to either of them. They they all were like, he just said, "It's like good to hear" or something like that. He never said, "I feel the same way with anybody else." Really. Um, right. But I said, yeah, I said, Rachel says he's fallen, she's fallen in love with him. Matt says, feels the same way. And then I said, yeah, he definitely kisses with his eyes open. It's so creepy. Oh, like, I didn't notice it when you guys were talking about it the first time. I kind of just like went with the conversation, but then I actually tried to concentrate on it. I was like, oh my God, he definitely does. So funny story behind that. So on Watch What Happens Live, which is like a Bravo TV show by Andy Cutwin. I love that show. Matt James was on it and he was talking about his first kiss and he was like, oh, my first kiss, I snuck out of a movie theater to make out with this girl, but I bit her lips so hard that she started to bleed like all down her. And I didn't realize because I was kissing with my eyes closed. He's like, so I feel like I'm like traumatized from that moment. And that's why I kissed with my eyes open. Cause I'm oh, like, so, so, oh my <laughs> so, we so we actually admitted it. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Cause I was like, he has to know that he's staring at these girls. He's like, I'm doing it subconsciously, but I like know that I did that. And I know first I've been all, afraid to do that. Like, ever since. I have a couple concerns about his first kiss. First, first of all, he snuck out of a movie theater. He's like don't you usually, you, you usually do it in the movie theater. Not him. Maybe. But first kiss, like what were you going for with a bite? Like your first kiss, you just go all bite action. You saw it like, in movies and. Yeah, he said that's that's hot. I'm gonna bite her lip. <laughs> it's like it's like they saw a scene in the movie and they're like, let's go try that. Like, that thing? Let's, yeah, let's go. Oh, uh, that is super cringe. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, so then they go on a farm. A lot break. though. I mean, honestly, it does explain a lot. It does. It was like, so, okay, you're not so weird. And that's why he's going in for the kiss so much. By the way, it's because he's still trying to get practice to not <laughs> bite these girls' lips <laughs> off. So he's continuously staring. So, um, then the farm date happens where they just basically do farm work. Um, and, (laughs) (laughs) um, this is where it's like the WWE to me. It's like they need to bring in a new villain. So they're like, just send you come off the top rope and just annihilate MJ. Like that's, that's how this happened to me. Because you could see it building with how Jasenia was talking crap about MJ during the date, saying like she was, I don't know what she was saying, I forget. Was it was trying, like, too hard. trying too hard to like impress. Um, so then MJ like sees, I think they saw Piper randomly like making out with Matt. That was like really a weird cut in. It was just like kind of like a behind the scenes, I think. She was doing her like interview with the camera and he's randomly walked up to her and kissed her. I was like, that's kind of, I was like, that's when everybody was like, oh, she probably is like up here now. Like, yeah, he just decided to go kiss her. Um, so uh, yeah, Matt, MJ, so Jitenia just decides to go in on MJ, like full blown. And then wh- what did she say? What, what I'm blanking, what happened to get to the point where they had to talk to each other? Um, so during their like post date, like conversation, Matt and Jacinia were talking and Jacinia was like, yeah, like you got rid of all the other mean girls, but like MJ was the one that actually started the rookies oh. versus veterans. Oh, like JV versus season. varsity. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that was it. He's like, she started that and she's still here. So Matt was like, what MJ? 
and then um yeah then they got a card that said mj jesenia we need to talk or whatever that card said um the the music buildup when mj and jesenia were walking to their like that was so epic it was it was like it was like the music that's played in like avengers like it's 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 like a build-up to an action movie and like then a they, Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, they, it's like yeah, yeah, Mission Impossible. It's like dun 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 dun. Anyway, MJ. Uh, so they sit down, and they go back and forth, blah blah blah. And Jasenia calls her Meredith, which I thought was so like a, such a good shot, like good. just like jab 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 uppercut with the actual name usage. Um, and yeah, MJ, you know, has this weird saying like peace and harmony or whatever the hell she says. I don't like I didn't like I didn't mind MJ like I didn't consider her like a mean girl like she did do the whole varsity versus JV but like I didn't like see her as like a mean mean girl like she didn't start a rumor about escort or like she wasn't like Victoria so she was like the lesser of the evils but she was definitely up there like on like the mean girl scale like Victoria was Regina George Anna was Gretchen Wieners and like whatever the other one's name is of course i can't think of like the one that's like kind of dumb but it's still there like yeah. definitely not nice yeah that's mj gretchen really. is it gretchen you don't want to mess with mj like gretchen. mj will roast you if you let her yes. if you give her a reason to karen that's her name karen karen what's the backwards k like that's mj where you're just like oh sweetheart you're still not nice but like you're not victoria yeah yeah so yeah just but just send you just like it seems like they either like say hey like try to send mj home like do your best and I can't tell if I like like Jasenia after that. I think she just kind of, kind of just got her way, and and I don't feel anything for Jasenia, so I don't have any feeling towards that situation. I kind of liked MJ, but she she was feisty. It's time to go. Um, she definitely would be the one. Like she would actually. I feel like she had to be held back from actually fighting somebody. Oh, big like time. physically. Um, oh. Let's see. Oh, that's what I was going to ask, though. I have this actually written down. In the experience, have there any been any, like, girl fights? Like, straight up, like, have there been any? Um, I don't remember any. I know guys have, like, definitely fought each other. I don't think any girls have. They've definitely screamed at each other, but I don't think it ever got physical. Um, yeah, I've always wondered that. Because I was like, ah, oh, one of these girls is going to, like, just flip on Victoria. Like, I just could see it. Um... um I have something written down that I can't. I say, was this all acted acted out? Maybe besides, oh, the um, the uh, Heather part of this. Ugh. So yeah. it just seems like does does did you think Chris Harrison knew that was happening, or did they like keep him out of the loop and like let him figure it out? Um. Part of me feels like they left him out of the loop, but the other part of me thinks that like there's no way Chris Harrison remembers all these people from Bachelor Nation. Heather was on like two seasons ago. Granted, she was the never been kissed girl, so she had a storyline, but she was gone after like episode three. There's no way that he's like, Heather Martin's here. I know exactly who that is. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And like, and Chris doesn't even know like the, because he didn't even know, I guess the backstory with like Matt kind of knowing her had to be like, yeah. So I just don't know if it was like real reality TV um and also he walked down that big driveway it's like dude why don't you just take a car (laughs) i'm not buying it like they told chris stand there heather's about to drive up like fluff your hair 
hair, make sure you look good because this is your moment to go, Heather Martin, Martin, what the bleep is she doing here? Like, okay, Chris, you swore. Um, okay. So um, I always have these random notes that Matt always says um, to these girls on their one-on-ones that I've had my eyes on her since the first night. Like it's, first of all, of course you did. Like that's inherent thought. Like if you liked them from the first night, you had your eyes on them. Um, it's just, I think you said that with like Piper, like the most recent one. Um, she said she's fallen in love. He doesn't say it back necessarily, but he gives her a rose. Um, they have a the private concert with Temecula Road, who they sounded great, by the way. Um, just awkward. I would never want to dance with somebody just alone with a band playing I'd, I'd be awkward for the band like it's like you'd have to sing just to me you know it's they do it every season it's so weird um what was piper's one-on-one date again the carnival ah i feel like i zoned out during that whole thing i just remember the the, the dinner part of it um uh serena p she says um i think she's falling for him um michelle gets the rose um heather is now on the scene um but like her her she comes on the scene and like it's like intercuts it's like to her covid situation and them trying to like make her seem like a normal person she's she's like a weird dork like that's like she she definitely is just weird um matt's friend is it tyler tyler c Okay, that guy is an airhead. Well, okay, so I just don't think you know Tyler. Like, I know Tyler. Uh, he was on Hannah Brown's season, and he... Stole the show, right? Yeah. I was going to say something else, but I've decided not to say that. Wait, wait no, no, no. What, what, he is... What? I'm everything he, up. Every he, girl's, just... he has every girl's heart. So oh, he God. just seems like such an airhead, and maybe I wouldn't say that if I knew more about him, but... He just has nothing to say of substance. Like when he was talking to Matt, I was like, Matt, do you really trust this guy? Like, do you trust his opinion? <laughs> like, he just doesn't seem like he actually is speaking words to you. He just, um, but when Matt goes, oh, I wish I had a conversation with Tyler before every date. I'm like, really? <laughs> do you want this advice? And then, so Matt or Tyler was part of the date with Katie. They got to basically do a punked episode. Um, which I thought was funny, but it didn't, nothing was shown that was actually really funny. I want to know like what possibly was, but I didn't have a good feeling about the date from the start. I was like, this is a weird, like throwing you a bone type thing. And also with the thing I said I was spoiled with, I was like, ah, she's going home. It was a very funny date. Like that's like something fun to do with your friend. Like, oh, we're going to prank Tyler. Like that's not romantic. I'm not yeah. giving you a private carnival. I'm not taking you shopping. Like we're going to go sit behind a hidden camera. Um, and then the other thing with her, when, when he, when they were on the date part of the date, I guess I should say like dinner part, when she was talking to him, he had like a stone look on his face, like giving no reaction. And I was like, Oh, he's definitely just thinking I got to tell you to go home. So I don't know. Katie's gone, but now people are saying she should be the bachelorette. What are your, has it, she is. I don't know how I, I I feel like she's, I don't know. I can't see her as the bachelorette. I see her just as like a contestant, not the person. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, she's 29. So she's at least like the most age appropriate out of like some of these other women who are like Kit's 21. Like, yeah, Kit's I don't, I don't get how Kit's even in the contention right now. Like, I don't know if you saw my Twitter fight with Grant about it, but I'm pissed that Kit is still around. Yeah, because yeah, she had a she had a one on one too, right? Yeah, she's 21 years old. Like, relax, whatever. But she's not gonna be the next Bachelorette. Katie's almost 30. She was like well liked by people. She seems to have a good head on her shoulder. She's funny. She's sex positive. Like, what more could you ask for? She seems very non problematic, and that's exactly what Bachelor Nation needs right now. Someone that is just gonna be like great. I can only imagine um, when she's standing there waiting for dudes to come out of the limo, um, what ideas guys would have to to get on her good side from the get go. I, I can't even think. I mean, I, I feel like everybody's going to bring a sex toy. Oh, every last one of them is going to have a sex toy. I got this. You know, you said you like this. Here, here, I have it. Like, remember you. this? Remember you had this? <laughs> I would think about honestly somehow trying to recreate her entrance but like not make it obvious i don't know what i'd do but not because you can't like have some behind your back she's gonna be like i know what you're doing like it has to be something funny so uh, well, joe and i are going to nominate you for katie's season so you can go on so start planning <laughs> I, I don't think i could ever go i seriously would never be able to do that that's what you say now wait until um, you have a hundred thousand instagram followers yeah he's gonna love it i don't do it for the followers you're but never. follow me. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so Katie went home. Um, the last thing was Heather walking into the rose ceremony. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it was a huge mistake on Matt's part by sending Katie home. But, you know, what's up, Katie? Like, probably should go give her a follow. Um, also, you know how we were talking about, I remember when I said I followed Rachel and I saw how many followers she had? I, so that was back when the show started, I want to say, whenever that was, she had 50,000 at that time. So I was a little late on following her just in general. She is now, I think, upwards of almost 500,000, if I saw that correctly. That's so, yeah, nuts. That's crazy. So yeah, Heather, Heather to me is just like Bennett coming back, honestly. Like when he came back, it's, it's nothing to see here. She'll be in and out of this season. Um, yeah, I don't think she'll make it past this episode. Also, also the cocktail party part, it's really just a kissing booth for Matt. I mean, this is, like, he just sits down with him and he knows he's just going to make out with everything. It always is though, huh? Yeah, but he's like so quick with it. He's like, I can't wait to just like practice my kissing on these 10 girls. <laughs> this is, that's what he does. Um, yeah, the, he the Heather intro was kind of like super cringe, especially when she walked in on, who did she walk in on? It was Piper who lost her, who lost her S one, but Oh, then the, the laugh that Matt gave was so cringe. It was like the fakest nervous laugh. And then Piper's face is like, what the F is going on? So it's funny. Um, yeah. And then Piper, Piper's reaction when she came out to the girls and was like, what the, and then, cause all the girls already knew like something weird happened. So yeah, yeah, that's how it ends. Um, uh, I forget what the, they kind of showed, like what kind of comes of things. It's, just, it's mainly just like reacting to Heather. I think it was kind of like that's the preview. Yep. Um, anyway, so do we have like do we have like power rankings? It really is a 
Rachel's definitely going to win. Piper's going to be runner up. Piper's going to get her heart broken. And then Michelle will be third place. And Brie? Brie's been quiet since like yeah. her initial. I'm going to go with Brie. Ah, throw it off the wall winner. Yeah. I mean, I'd be shocked if it wasn't Rachel. I mean, there might be, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to, um, I don't know how she doesn't win at this point. Something has to, like, those allegations should have came out, like, if they came out, like, mid-show. Like, like he somehow gets word of it, but they didn't. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't have a, I, I basically, yeah, it's, it's, it's Rachel and Piper and then everybody else. I still don't get how the kit's on the show. Like, I don't get how Matt can even entertain the thought of marrying a 21-year-old. So this is what I told Grant. Uh, Grant Paulson tweeted, like, his power rankings after the episode. He had Kit at number four. I was like, that is absurd that you have Kit that high. He's like, oh, did you not see their one-on-one? I was like, yeah. (laughs) They went to his house. They cooked. They couldn't eat it because they're on TV. And then they made out for a little bit. That's not a date. Yeah. The only reason Kit is still around is because her mom is famous. Yeah, and she it's used that not... as like she used that as like a um Oh, woe is me. I grew up yeah. in the public eye. Uh, I was like, well, first of all, not public enough because I have no idea who the hell you are. <laughs> but <laughs> but like, um, all my dresses for the show were paid for because my mom's a fashion designer. Mm, yeah, Kit, relax. Yeah, it wasn't um it wasn't too much of a, it was like when Victoria was trying to her, woe was me. It's like, I'm not, sorry. You're 21. You're 21. 21. You just became legal to drink. That's but, like the youngest you can be on this show is 21. So the first chance she got, she's like, I got to go on this TV show. Yeah, how, how does that process work of picking like them? Like that just seemed... Ooh. You can either submit yourself or have someone nominate you. You fill out this form of like what you're looking for, pictures of yourself, your Instagram handle, your Twitter handle, what you do for a living. And then they have people that sort through all of it and think who might make good TV. They will reach out to you and say, do you want to come for an audition or a meeting or whatever? Meet with producers and they find you interesting enough. There you are. You're on the show. Wow. So basically, if you, I'm, I'm not interested in going on. I was just curious if you nominated me, like somebody could, in theory, reach out to me without me knowing that somebody nominated me. Yeah, they'd be like, "Hey, we came across your profile or whatever. We think you might be a good." That'd bachelor, be freaking hilarious. I take the meet and greet just for fits and giggles. But I would force you to take the meet and greet <laughs> and wear a GoPro so that I could know what they're going to ask you. I got to be prepped and ready I'll, for like five I'll, years. From I'll put my cell phone in my pocket right here with the camera facing the other way <laughs> thank you for your service. thank you um all right well that seems <laughs> that was a very long episode but it was episode 20 so it's probably worth it um yeah so like i said uh dc sports xp on twitter instagram and youtube now yeah which is awesome and um any, any, la- any, yeah. last, any last words? Any- uh, watch out for our giveaway. That's going to be awesome. The cards are so cool. Check Follow out those cards. Yep. And um, that's about it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, cards going to be given away. Uh, I have a couple other um, concepts for cards in the works. I just want to get these given away before I do that. So, 
All right. Well, with that said, uh, this is the DC Expert Podcast. I'm Mike. That's Savannah. That's Joe. And we'll see you for episode 21, where we'll be drinking the whole time. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs>